Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me are two very special guests who are going to continue talking about Glee season three. It's Hannah Sylvester and Alyssa Swearingen. Yay! Hello! Hannah, have you talked about, like, have you, like, on your podcast talked about uh, a, maybe you might be related to Sue because of your last name? Have you yes. done that yet? Okay. Well, we used to say that it was my great aunt Sue, and then like she would say some like really atrocious things, and I was like, I don't know her. So <laughs> <laughs> it kind of comes and goes. Uh so we left off last episode talking about new directions versus the treble tones. Mm-hmm. I want to continue that because. Um, well, I kind of want to backtrack a, a little second because we were talking about mostly, I believe, the um, Hold On to 16 episode where it's the sectionals, where so, yeah. in that episode, Rachel is not allowed to compete. Do you guys remember that? Yes. I was only recently reminded when I read through the Wikipedia uh Alyssa you take a stab at it what what do you think Rachel couldn't compete for just anything that comes to your mind the... like why, why was the reason that she wasn't allowed um hey remember it's glee <laughs> yeah so it could be anything <laughs> um why do you do this I don't remember <laughs> she was uh, she came clean about having stuffed the ballot boxes because uh, oh, was it this she this season? Kurt, right, this season yes. they do they run for senior class president, and then which at the beginning of senior year. Yes, at the no. beginning of senior year, and she puts in ballots for Kurt because she's also running, but she wanted Kurt to win because he doesn't have anything going for him apparently right it was basically like a pity thing she got expelled but then spoiler alert she still gets into college later don't know how that happened oh because she was only like a two-week suspension or something like that yeah but she got expelled for like cheating at like elections that's weird i wouldn't put her in college Please, that we're about to, we're, we're dangerously touching into reality territories about the president <laughs> of the United States. Let's not get into that for a second. But because she, like, she's not allowed to compete, Will Schuster and the New Directions are forced to showcase other talents. Where, forced. <laughs> yeah, they're forced. Yeah. But because, you know, the other kids are fighting, like, finally. Um, and this is where we kind of touched upon it, but we, uh, they do Jackson five and Jackson family music, basically where they, uh, for their three songs, which is the one rule that they always, well, one of the rules that they always follow is that they do ABC and then, uh, with like Tina taking sort of lead. And then there's control where Quinn is lead. And then they do Man in the Mirror with all the men of New Directions. 
I liked those performances. I did too. I did not. I also didn't hate their costumes. I did. You hated them? <laughs> yeah, it's like what the white and black tux and then like the girls are wearing skirts and guys are wearing pants. I'm no. I don't remember them. So, I, okay, I'm going to step on my little soapbox right now because I didn't get to do this with Cullen. I totally forgot to talk about it. In season two, when they perform Loser Like Me, that is that regionals or sectionals? What, whatever competition that is. Mm. I hated those costumes because they're wearing these like, blue flowy dresses and then combat boots and i was like yeah <laughs> how are you gonna move it is weird a lot of their choreography is running around the stage how are you gonna move in combat boots so this season i was just like you know what i'm here for this this little white jacket with the pink flower and the tutus like give me it yeah, yeah and I, also you are describing these costumes and there's a big blank space and then every time you say <laughs> something there's like a coloring book image that pops up in my brain <laughs> as it's trying to piece together what these costumes are and quinn has the still has the short hair but now yeah. it's blonde like quinn's is like the one i distinctly remember the most for some reason i don't know why um yeah i don't i didn't like i think outside of the show i don't mind abc because abc is a fun song uh but i just i don't know i just wasn't about the performances interesting i i mean i liked though that like they still beat everyone else even though they don't have their powerhouses so like mercedes and santana i will argue mercedes and santana are both powerhouses in their own way and they are on a different team and then the one that they always rely on, Rachel, is not allowed. And they still won. So That's actually are, a really good point. This is regionals though, right? Sectionals. sectionals. This is sectionals. Sectionals. Because the treble tones fold back into new directions for regionals and nationals. But like in both oh, of those, yeah. the women of new directions have a song. Because, you so, know, they are. Yes. Did we see sectionals in season two and season one? season oh yeah of course it's season one where they that's where they are going against the jane adams and the the school for the deaf where Mm -hmm. will wasn't allowed to go to the mattresses because he used a mattress that was used as payment for them doing a commercial and then in season two oh what was it loser like me no that was regionals that was regionals yeah it was regionals yeah i don't remember what sectionals was but i know that they definitely went to it (laughs) is this the first time we say we see sectionals but we don't see the competition uh no because we did see the competition what is it so the The... competition is lindsey pierce and her group and then it's the treble tones and then new directions those are the three teams treble tones do rumor has it someone like so, you oh, or no. okay, okay, okay. survivor i will survive. they do survivor okay. i will survive i keep getting those so mixed up in the story is buenos aires there that's that's competition? that is yeah. uh lindsey pierce yes gotcha 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 yeah which blew me away <laughs> i think like those two performances like treble tones and the unitards let's use their god-given name (laughs) i think those two performances are so fun to watch and they're also really good 
that New Direction is just kind of paled in comparison for me. I think that's kind of what it is. And it's really interesting because if you rewatch the the Treble Tones, uh, Survivor, I Will Survive, like Mercedes is dancing. She yeah. is dancing Dan, you know, she's doing everything because I feel like, and we don't really see this, Adele Dazeem is um, a little more nurturing as a teacher yeah. than Will Schuster is this season because he was very much like, do it or get out. Watch out. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to point out, though, of the Treble Tones performance. I remember that Alyssa said this. I don't know if she remembers, but I still remember <laughs> to this day and I laugh about it. She's like, well, the end of the Treble Tones performance doesn't make sense because they fall flat and like die. But like the song is, I will survive. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) And I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. It doesn't make sense. And this season. So usually what happens in Glee is like they do the boys versus girls as a running competition within the new directions but this season because of the treble tones they had a different little competition happening which i mean i know in season one they had the scrimmage with the james adams academy and the the deaf choir whose name i forget but yeah um did was this season was this a scrimmage that they did or was it like a like, like a little friendly competition kind of a thing or Am I misremembering all this? Yeah, they did. Um, it was mash off. Mash off. Yeah, that was rumor has it. Someone like you. And that is also when Santana slaps Kurt or no. uh, uh, Finn. Finn, because right? he outs her. Yeah. Yes. That's that episode has some great songs, like good performances. Yeah. I uh-huh. loved a lot of them. This was also the the dodgeball episode. Yep. <laughs> the <laughs> yes. They and that's when they sing "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" one way or another. <laughs> yeah. It's um you know it's a little on the nose. It is. But you know, I had so much fun watching that. I remember. So that, yeah. it was it was really fun to watch. It felt like it fit in the universe. It's fun to listen to. I don't, I don't have anything against it. But I have to say, so I know you were saying uh, about another song was the best of the season. It's rumor has it someone like you, in my opinion. Cool. That is the best song of the season. Is that what ar- I said it was? really good. No, you said something else. I don't remember what it was. And I can't, oh, was it Survivor I Will Survive? Or- no, it would have been rumor has it someone like you. Because that is my favorite treble tone song. Or no, you said Smooth Criminal. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that's one of the best. I said that's, one of the. That best. is one of the best. Yeah. I said the, one best of the best is, is Rumor Has It. Rumor Has It. Smooth. Yeah, uh, it's that's better than the Treble Tones best song. Adele, like when I listen to Adele, I'm like, it's missing something. It's missing that. It's missing this, that. This is one of the rare instances where I prefer the Glee cover than the original. No yeah. shade to Adele. None. But like, I agree with you because they mash those two songs together and they, I, I love uh, how they mash songs up. Like all their mashups are for the most part, great. I can't think of a bad one, but I'm pretty <clears throat> sure there is a bad one. Oh, there definitely is. I don't remember what uh, it is, but I remember it's in this season. I remember Cullen liked it. And listen, I, I hate it. Oh, uh, was it moves like Jacker jumping Jack Flash? I don't know. So. It was not that one. It, that is a weird one. 
That is they're a- wearing like yellow or something and the chorus in one of the songs like they just it's repeated over and over and over again and it's really oh kind of gross oh i have no idea what you're talking about but i will agree with you Let's, it's gross I, i'm gonna think about it i'm gonna okay. think about it um so i kind of want to take a page out of your podcast for a hot second uh-huh. and let's focus on tina i knew it tina doesn't really get an episode she gets half an episode this season <laughs> uh yeah she gets called girl chang this season i saw that in my notes mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah um, but she gets she uh her season is props you know the uh, yes. the third to last episode she gets to sing a celine dion song which i get why they chose it because in this episode and this moment is when she hits her head and daydreams that she's Rachel Berry. Yeah. And then she ends up helping out Rachel Berry because Rachel choked on her Niata uh, audition, which we'll get to in a second. But I am very upset that this is how they treat Tina this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but then they continue to kind of treat her like shit, too. And it's just like, I'm tired. Yeah, I feel like this is the moment when they decide that Tina is like the punching bag. I don't. Right. But also, if they, well, so I don't know if they knew that we're having a season four at this point, but this is, this is when it, if they were going to have a season four, this is when it felt like she was going to be the lead of everything. It it makes sense. It's the most natural transition for the show Mm -hmm. because like, we are we're already attached to her because we know her not to mention what at the end of this season she literally says it all the time i'm gonna be the next rachel it's my right. turn and like, Ra- rachel, over and over and over again she rachel kind of passes the torch to her because yeah. she was like you know what we haven't we haven't really sung together but you're great you're gonna be great and they sing flash dance what a feeling which i was just like why <laughs> why not you know? i know what that bad mashup was by the way what, what was, was the it? bad mashup i can't go for that you make my dreams which is the song in the same episode yep oh i can't go for that over and over and over and over and over and over that's the only part that's the mashup is that no, what cullen liked uh, it? yeah he loved really? it and i don't know why hey if Alyssa's remembering it this way that's true that's i mean <laughs> honestly it means it is yes. <laughs> no sorry Alyssa. no offense i don't mean to <laughs> i mean for listeners out there who don't know me very well i have a terrible memory most of the time yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is great because i'm not remembering a lot of stuff this season <laughs> either uh but okay so this season rachel and kurt are thinking about going to niata which is a riff off of amda Wait, is that right? AMDA. Yeah, AMDA, which is like a conservatory about musical theater. And they audition for Carmen Thibodeau, played by Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg. which mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg, welcome to Glee franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Welcome to Glee. And so in the episode properly titled Choke, uh, that's when kurt and rachel audition for carmen where kurt originally is going to sing the music of the night 
from Fan- the Phantom of the Opera. But then <laughs> yeah. at the last minute, changes his mind to do Not the Boy Next Door from The Boy From Oz because he hears somebody say like, that's a stereotypical audition song. And I agree. And I love Not the Boy Next Door performance. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so good. And Thank God hit. he changed it because it's, we see it's, the performance of Phantom of the Night and it's, it's, it's real bad. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think, I mean, it's on purpose for music like, of the night. Yeah. Not yeah. Of the night. yeah. Music. Um, <laughs> but I think it's also interesting that like, he quickly changes out of the Phantom of the Opera stuff into this sparkly shirt. Because so he like has he it underneath. Had, it's like a He it's had a reveal. it in the back of his mind. He's like, okay, like I'm gonna Oh, for sure. I'm gonna very quickly <laughs> read the room. Land out. Quickly read the room. If she's not into it, it's coming off. Because well, he performed it. It was awful. Like uh, the music of the night. And then mm-hmm. this is this episode, he's like, you know what? I kind of want to do this other song. And Rachel convinces him. You know, no, you should do the music of the night. This is mm-hmm. your song and everything. So you know, Kurt is like still probably toying with the idea, being like, yeah. "Do I want to do this?" Uh, but then Rachel auditions with Joe Rain in my parade and chokes, ha ha, twice because twice. Yeah. she she f- screws up. And then she's like, let me go again. And then she screws up again. And it's like, well, one, you don't do the first thing you just did. Don't do the second thing you just did. And you're done. Goodbye. It, can we also talk about the fact that Carmen Thibodeau, like, complimented Kurt? True, true, like, true. she right. loved, well, maybe love is a strong word, but she Appreciates. complimented his yes. performance. Because yeah. he also thought on his feet and he's like no no we're not doing this we're doing it we're gonna do the boy next door which is a performance mm-hmm. yes uh then rachel gets a third try at the nationals because tina helps her stock carmen tip carmen, yep. yes and they're like we're playing we're performing come see us oh i hate it so much it's- and then and then she gets accepted and Kurt doesn't. And I'm just like, why? Why it's, did you do this? It makes no sense. It's the frustrating thing that we kind of talk about all the time is that Rachel gets everything handed to her on the silver platter with little to no challenges. Except she didn't get married this season. Yes, that's that's true. That is true. That is the one thing she doesn't get. <laughs> but I want to quickly go back to the point that we were talking about that Rachel was the one convincing Kurt that he should do Phantom of the Opera, even though like it's not a great audition song and that's kind of like an accepted thing. I feel like that totally tracks with her character considering she was going to sing either a Barbara song or a Fanny Bryce song when she went to audition for Funny Girl. So that's just like a fun little tidbit. I was just like, huh. True, true, true. That's true. a, that's oh, that's a character right. consistency for sure. Okay. So I kind of want to now focus on the Nationals episode because, right. boy, howdy. This is amazing music that happens in this episode. You have one of my other favorites of the season, The Edge of Glory, yeah. sung by the Treble Tones, which... I mean, it's also because Santana leads it. <laughs> so I have a feeling, I, mean, I think that's why I'm biased about it. But like the performance itself is pretty awesome because yeah. it's all the women and like 
This is when Quinn is still like walking after her accident. <laughs> oh little- yeah, 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 that's right. She she was magically just we didn't cover at all the the, the physical therapy. <laughs> she wasn't just magically just in case anyone's confused. She did do physical therapy. I mean, knowing Glee's like, track record, it would have that would have been exactly. accepted. Yeah, one scene and boom. well, so yes, I mean, there's a few ep- she's um. There's a few episodes where she's in the wheelchair. Uh, yeah, not, the, not at physical therapy. And at physical therapy. And then there's the the uh, Promosaur, or what is it called? Yeah, Promosaurus. Promosaurus is where she starts walking again. Yes. And then and Finn gave her a bunch of crap. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But I love Edge of Glory. And then we get Alex Newell, which... I don't know if you guys have listened to my Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist episodes, but like, I love Alex Newell. But like, Unique was a character he created on the Glee Project, or was that already a thing? Oh, that's right, because you haven't seen it. So what happened was Alex Newell was performing as themselves, and then I guess like Ryan Murphy, I think, gave, gave them a note like, we want to see you do something really different or be authentically you, something like that. And they came out wearing a dress and heels. And I, mm-hmm. I don't remember if they were wearing a wig in this one or if it was just the outfit and did an amazing performance. Like every one of their performances, like in the final two or whatever was great. Yeah. And they were all just kind of like, well, what's going on here? You know, why are you doing this? And they kind of started talking about like, well, I really feel comfortable like this. And then I think pretty much a couple of the last performances we see them in, they're wearing uh, a dress and heels. And Which, it's just like... Wasn't yeah. the, the first time we see them in heels, they said that was their first time wearing heels? Yes. And, and I then was like, like what? Uh, yeah, like what? they were doing a great job. And then a couple weeks later, it was like totally natural. I was like, man, yeah. I wish I had that time. <laughs> You're more natural <laughs> in heels than I am. Like, <laughs> So yeah, and so I think the idea and I think the idea was sort of born on the Glee project of but Alex was, Newell's character, but I don't think it was right. necessarily unique, unique. was not specifically As, specific born. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, uh, uh, years later when they're on a, a Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, they're just gender non-conforming where whatever the fuck they want. Hmm. What, what, you know, head to toe, where it's like, it could be male men's jeans, but like, uh, a fluffy blouse and you know long blonde wig so uh but i really like wade's fringe dress uh or sorry unique's fringe dress in nationals when they yeah. when they sing starships and pinball wizard like amazing <laughs> yeah yeah um, i want to say like most of the performance costumes across the board are better than last season just as like a small note, even though I don't love the Michael Jackson things, like it's still more put together than mm-hmm. some other past costumes. Right. And their costumes for the New Directions costumes for the Nationals is very subdued and very, you know, not like the women are wearing black dresses, I believe, or I like so. a like a charcoal dress or something. And the men are just in like, are they in shirt. red? oh wait are they oh no the treble tones are in black uh for new directions in red. oh yeah no yeah new directions is in red 
Yeah, but like when the treble tones do Edge of Glory with new directions, they're oh wait, am I wrong? Am I am I drunk right now? Yeah, Hold I on. thought I thought they were in black too, but no, they're in they're uh, in extremely bright red dresses. Yeah, well, maybe not like, like bright, but like it's fire. Oh, bright. you're right. Yeah, it's it's a red dress with like a black little bow tie, black straps, and a black mm-hmm. belt. Which you know what? It's it's still subdued in a way, in a way. Follow me on They're the like, it's, I want to say like it's classic. It looks like a classic design. It's not anything that's um, extraordinary. It's is not there the, any tool. I don't think uh, there's tool. Is it just the fabric? There is. There is. Tu- there is like a tool petticoat of sorts that they're wearing because they yeah, have there's a little something under okay. the skirt that makes it a little bit yeah. bigger. Um, but it's it's not like the season one dresses where they where it was that uh, hideous gold fabric. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, I kind of appreciated this because I feel like this is something that high schoolers would actually wear. Yeah, and yeah. like this episode, and then the last episode, which we'll which we'll inevitably talk about, felt like this was the end. So they wanted them to look their best because yeah. New Directions ends up winning sectionals, and they like. Like performed the house down boots, whatever the gay kids are saying these days. But I wish we saw other performances because we only see uh, vocal adrenaline and what's called the Portland Scale Blazers do Starlight Express. Yeah, I barely remember that. Oh Um, wait, wait, who who were the judges? Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, and Perez Hilton. Yep. I remember losing it when that when I saw them on screen. I, when I saw their names on screen and like the the rolling credits when this episode was starting, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I still remember that that moment being like, "Lindsay Perez, what?" Because <laughs> because it's a it's a cutaway where Perez is like the Portland Scale Blazers were haunting with Starlight Express, and we just see like a second of them. Yeah, I wish I saw more. They really wanted to rush through to the end, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, so the last song of this ep- uh no, not the last song. This the song that they sing when they win and they are back at Lima is tongue tied, which mm-hmm. fucking makes me cry every time I watch it. Because, you yeah. know, they have I believe it is this the season where they introduce the hockey people, or is that season two? The hockey team? The hockey team is Ooh. definitely in season three. Yeah, so the I believe it's the hockey team comes up with the slushies that they throw yeah. in their face, but it's confetti. Yeah, and yep. that's when it when I start crying because that is like the true fantasy. You know, you go away to this music competition, even though you're called a loser your whole life, and you uh, you win and you come back, and everyone fucking respects you and your royalty. Yeah, never happened when I was in high school. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not ever going to happen either. This is a TV show. This is a pure fantasy moment. But like, I don't know. It just stirred up a lot of emotions in me. And I was just here for it. Yeah, for sure. I just, I didn't like, uh, the only thing I don't like about that song, I have to point it out. They use, they use like sex as a reward um, multiple times. For Tongue Tied? Pretty sure it's all in the same song. It's like a montage I mean, they do have people like oh, yeah. the couples that... making out while while confetti's falling. Is that what you're Girls talking about? Girls kiss a bunch of the guys. 
random random girls kiss oh right like in the glee club yep and emma presents herself yeah she that's mr shoe she agrees to have sex with him for the first time that's oh i forgot about that yeah i do remember your bubble there Uh, you know what? I'm not surprised. Like, it's like, it's yeah. clay. <laughs> I'm not fucking surprised that they that that they're like this is a great celebratory moment. And I mean, if it was just the girl, the random extra girl, high school girls kissing like Rory and and Puck and all that, that would be one thing. I mean, it's a celebratory. It's a, it's love and love, love. But like the added, I think the caveat of Emma presenting herself to Will as the the cringe, if you will. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It presented all together, it's just kind of like not a great package. It, uh, oh boy! I mean, there's a whole episode where they talk about having losing their virginity. Like yep. It's Kurt and Blaine and Rachel and Finn. And and Emma, Emma and, will. and Will. Yep. But we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> cringe. But um. I want to talk now about Goodbye, which is the last episode of season three, which is what I thought was the series finale, personally. Which should be the series it finale. It should be. Yeah. I that's, mean, how, that's we argued thing. that Nationals should have been yes. kind of the ending, but mm-hmm. I understand why, like, a high school graduation, it makes sense, but Yeah. Maybe yeah. some combination of the two. I don't know. Well, because this season we have senior prom. We have obviously all the, the choir competitions. We have like a Valentine's Day themed episode. We have uh, the graduation. So it's a lot of like high schooly moments that it's mm-hmm. like, I understand why you're an episode. And I don't think you could have graduation before nationals because I don't. I it didn't make sense as a you could you as could a series put a graduation scene in the nationals episode yes yeah I will agree with you on that but I mean we get them singing in my life which is a great Beatles song in my opinion yeah I mean we we did Beatles for two weeks on in season five and it was grueling it was so, yeah it, this yeah, is like, definitely a, a to have a theme. Beatles song just random like in the graduation yeah. episode. if you actually buy the album too like this there was a whole graduation, graduation album, album where yeah. they had oh you know what I want to I'm gonna read the songs out <laughs> because there's a lot of songs that are on the album that are not in the episode that I don't know if they were cut oh. or if they were just um for funsies uh, for funsies so um we have the green day song good riddance mm. which is a another great one for like uh high school good riddance time of your life yes yeah because you i the lyrics of that one fit better than other episodes than other songs that they pick for other episodes i'm gonna say <laughs> Wait, they never did that in the show they didn't i think have they, i just listened to that in like a playlist thing because i was like yes. i remember that yes <laughs> oh yes. no i've lo- listened to it i'm literally looking at the the uh songs in goodbye the That's episode and it's not in there huh so the weird thing about 
this is that there are other songs in here from other episodes, but they're like, yeah. this is the graduation album. And it's like, fuck you. I don't remember. <laughs> like that was the, that was the one that I, that I remember that they recorded, but they cut from the episode or they didn't shoot it. The other, like another good one would have been that vitamin C song that I'm surprised they didn't pick it. I hate that song. Are we surprised they didn't pick it? <laughs> Cause yeah, I mean, I guess it's, they, they didn't go for the obvious thing, which is normally what they do is to go for the obvious thing. Mm-hmm. True. But also there are a lot of people that I feel like felt the same way that I did about that song. I hate Which that is... song. <laughs> okay. We're bouncing around. We're bouncing around. Do, do we want to get into Saturday Night Cleaver? Uh, I mean, the only thing we have to say about it is it's amazing. No. (laughs) Right, Alyssa? It's amazing. All right, next. (laughs) I feel like looking at like the list of the songs that it's uh, on the Wikipedia page, I feel like Saturday Night Gleaver has the most songs in in an episode. I think it does because there's one, it's the, uh, it's early on. There's literally like three songs listed. Is it? I am unicorn. Yeah, I am unicorn only has three songs listed. Yes. Which is crazy to me. It was like, how do you have a glee episode with three songs? But whatever. That's not shooting star. What? <laughs> um, yeah, no, Saturday Night Cleaver. I I also liked the covers too, which I think that's easy to do for disco music, in my opinion, I guess maybe but like i don't know like uh boogie shoes and disco Disco inferno Inferno. i think are like my two favorite of that episode um oh santana has a song this episode if i can't have you oh oh, so good so good it's such a good cover and she's like in like um a pant romper if i remember correctly very 70s which i think they pulled it from the movie if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, I think so. I think it's, yeah. Because, and oh God, this is also the episode where Sue joins in because she also loves disco and they have a disco floor in the choir room. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't need to ask questions for Glee. Like, you're just like, <laughs> I accept everything. You ha- Yes, you have a light up disco floor in the choir room. Of course you do. Yeah, I just kind of like remembering just random things. But um yeah, it does. It has like a lot. Saturday Night Gleaver has nine songs and it ties with Heart, Michael, and the Christmas episode. Oh, the Christmas episode. <laughs> the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is the black and white uh, Christmas Blaine, special yeah, thing. Yeah, Blaine and Kurt have right. a party at their house. And then they were. A- what? They Everyone has transatlantic <laughs> accents. It's horrible. And they were supposed to sing for like a soup kitchen or something. Yeah, and they decided to do Artie's stupid thing. They do both um, in a way. That's true. They do both in a way. Because then they go, because <laughs> wait, wait, because then they go to uh, the soup kitchen and sing, do they know it's Christmas? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They sing about how poor people are just so poor they don't know what Christmas is to a bunch of poor people who need food and shelter on Christmas. So, yeah. I will say 
they this episode does have my favorite Christmas song, which is Christmas Rapping by the <gasps> Waitresses. Oh, oh no! John, you have no idea what you have just done to my heart. You have yeah. it has it has increased in size. Is, I... it, is this me solidifying that I'm the fourth member of Glee Boot? <laughs> I'm gonna talk to HR. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally so happy. I love Christmas. I love the original, but I really like this version. It's so much fun. And the show does not do it justice. And I will stand by that. Because it's Britney. (laughs) Yeah, it's Britney. And also like, it's a, it's a little story and they don't do the whole story in the show, like in the song. So definitely listeners and Alyssa, if you haven't done already next Christmas, when it rolls around, listen to the whole thing. It's definitely mm-hmm. worth it. It's very cute. Um, wow. I will have wow. to say. I, I am so outnumbered. I don't, I I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say it's my favorite of the season. Like it's, of, of like all of the songs? Of all the songs. Yeah, yeah. no, no. I'm not no. going to do that either. That's, no, that's no, no. crazy. No, but another Britney song that is top two, top three. I'm not sure, 100% sure. Run the World Girls. Interesting. Because uh, and that is all the way back in Asian F. Yeah, it's <laughs> See, way uh, back there. The sentiment behind the song of Britney running for class president is a little weird and bonkers. But like yeah. the performance itself, with like all the girls dancing in the hallway and everything, I watch that video at least five times a year. I think. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think the performance is interesting. I think just like the song just doesn't stand out for me. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, are we I, not. I don't. Are you not going to talk to HR? Oh no, no, I feel. I feel. Okay, okay, okay. I do want to throw in a cringe song. You ready? Are you ready for this cringe song that we want? I want to break down for a hot second. Fix you. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, let's talk about that. I definitely put that on my uh, flat. Just a little spoiler. Uh. Um. Also, <laughs> I think I just was like because it just fucking sucks as a song. That's what I wrote. And also the whole conceit of it, where because uh, Emma has—I I don't think I've ever mentioned this be- like before—but Emma has all these like, do I want to say quirks? Is she, she a German? Men- she has a mental illness. Yes, that pr- she's working on. She's officially diagnosed, I believe, with OCD. Yeah, okay. in this, I think it's in this season, right? Season three. I be- I believe so because I I that because Will sings that to her to say I'm gonna fix you, and I'm just like, gross. You- no, what? no, what? no, no, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, not great. I, Don't again, love it. Listen to the lyrics; it's not the best. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely a cringe song. Um, there is an episode that is near and dear to my heart. Um, I think. Alyssa would agree that it was a fun episode. Uh, Big Brother. Oh my gosh, I was just going to bring that up. I love that episode. Let's just talk about how that could be like a perfect Glee episode. Because like Uh, there's... Well, I mean, it does have I'm Still Standing. Okay, yes. Oh, that's on that one? But it is that's not even like the worst that glee has ever done true but like in terms of introducing a totally random character mm-hmm. yeah not to mention this is one of the only storylines we get with blaine that doesn't have anything 
to do with romance. Yes. yes. And it's, and it actually like is somewhat impactful yeah. because he's like, I want to be my own person, but my brother's just overshadowing me constantly. But then also we have hungry, like the wolf slash Rio. And it is. That absolutely is so great. Good. That is definitely Another top one five. That enhances the original songs and creates its own new thing. So good. And then I love Fighter in that episode. Also very good. um, Sexy, sexy Blaine. Very interesting with the giant TV screens. Yeah. Brother behind him. That's a little weird. It's Uh, perfect. But But then the song ends with somebody that I used to know where who plays his brother which 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 one um the cheyenne jackson no not cheyenne jackson um the other one oh my god (laughs) yeah he looks a lot the same that boomer cooper anderson that boomer well cooper anderson is the character name i'm saying the actor name yeah the actor i remember him as neil from white collar yes that's it he was white collar so (laughs) like well a i don't think we knew that white collar can sing like, no, no, he, he never, never knew that until this episode. And then, I mean, he sings Hungry Like the Wolf Rio with Blaine Anderson, as well as somebody that I used to know, mm-hmm. which is so good. They're so, they're really good, like good, yeah. great, perfor- like great performances and songs. Like, and they have like good chemistry. Like, I yes. believed they were brothers. Like, I was sure. fully into them acting together. It was well done. Yeah. Yeah. I like concur. I think that is what it is. Like it's there's actually a lot of really good stuff here that from a writing standpoint, they're doing a good job. And then when I think of the episode, like obviously I'm still standing, but also it's like kind of funny. But like right. but then they also have up up is- up, which is the um the the song that is juxtaposed where uh, all the kids go to. Oh yeah, they like, go on that. Um, um, they go to theme park. Skip day. It was senior skip point. day. Yeah, they go to they go to theme park, but like mm-hmm. Quinn and Artie are like uh, Artie takes Quinn uh, to, to a like, skate park. Yeah, to have fun, to be like, I know you're not like going to the roller on the roller coasters and everything, but now you're in a chair for X number of days. <laughs> seven (laughs) and so let me show you how we can have fun in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. which i i mean Artie's wheelchair is a thing that like pops up every once in a while on the show yes it does sometimes and like there are times where i respect it because like Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's this season but they talk about like how um there are no ramps at the school Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um they they do proud mary in season one which is amazing yeah proud mary is a good standout but i feel like because quinn is now in a wheelchair that's why we care about people in wheelchairs yes so because we didn't ever talk about the ramps i think maybe already had mentioned it like early on in the show where he was just kind of like he was he was talking to someone and it came up i do remember that but like this is where it was like oh wow like we care and like uh i can't remember if it was season one or two but like they needed to get a special bus for Artie, and that was a yeah. whole, like they did the big oh yeah oh the yeah. pot bake sale season one that's it oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah and then also there was 
I don't think it was this season, but there was like, um, the, the janitor didn't like salt or shovel yes, the ramp falling and then nobody yeah. could hear him. And, and I don't like think that was cold this season. I think it was season two, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, there are like random moments, but th- this season actually has like a segment where it's like, oh yeah, like this is an actual problem. And then we forget about it forever. I think I like this season of Glee because they did tackle those hot button issues and they did it out of respect. So like we we talked about Karofsky. That mm-hmm. was that was like I mean there was still little cringe moments when it came to the performances because there were still performances but like mm-hmm. it and wasn't the peanut butter show circle. Peanut butter show Never circle. forget. But like the they showed you like Karofsky's uh spiral which yeah, was a right. a great representation. They they uh the wheelchairs we just talked about uh santana which we also talked about and the other one that we didn't talk about that i do want to talk about right now is shannon beast's abusive relationship oh yeah cooter i you know we should have known he was bad news from the second Mm -hmm. we heard his name yep but this is where we start using dot marie jones who plays shannon beast as a um emotional triggering character because anytime that it's focuses on her it's like she's she's gonna cry you're gonna cry we're gonna we're talking about something uh and it's like i just want a moment where like she she just lives you know it's not like yeah she's in an abusive relationship or she doesn't feel pretty because she's very masculine looking Mm. but i just wish that they were just like shannon beast just be she in a way becomes sort of a has been a punching bag since she first started on the screen in the show because they were like doing that weird like imagining her sexually thing to stop them from i don't know i still don't fully understand that i don't want to talk about it anymore um (laughs) i blacked that out until you just said it so yeah no it, it was just come to my mind um they have never been nice to her character yeah and so Especially when they also make fun of her for being the football coach, too. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, you know, she's not conventionally attractive, quote unquote. So, like, they harp on that a lot. Then when she finally finds someone, he ends up being abusive. Like, really? Yeah. Right. She can't catch a break. And, like, there's a... What is this? What is that episode? I need to look it up. There's an episode where, uh, I think it's the episode where they reveal about using her as the, no, it's not that. It's a different one. Because I know that like Tina, Santana, and somebody else get in trouble because they make fun of her in a way. Am I right? Does that happen? Somebody makes fun of something that has to do with abuse in some way i think it is i think that's what triggers her to be mad at them i think it's episode choke because this coach beast reveals a secret uh-huh and then as an apology they first sing cell block tango and it's like you're not understanding the assignment and then they sing <laughs> shake it out which is a great performance i don't know how you feel about how i feel about that though because like i mean if you just listen if you 
don't again if you don't have the visuals and you just listen to this song it's santana tina and mercedes singing shake it out and it sounds beautiful and everything but like as an they have to apologize to her via song that happens to her a lot in the show it wasn't an apology i don't think was it I thought it, it was, was more like we're supporting you because we heard that you moved out finally. Oh, I thought it was because they were they got in trouble for making that offhanded joke. So here's then, what happened. Okay. Roz overheard because Roz was introduced in the season. Which one is um, Roz? She's the Nene Leaks coach of the swim team. Oh my god, how could I forget about Roz? <laughs> how could we? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> But she overhears Santana jokingly suggesting that Coach Beast's black eye was given to her by her husband. And then Roz is like, domestic violence is not a laughing matter. And they team up with Sue. She teams up with with Sue and Beast, um, who says she was hit by a speed bag um, to teach them about domestic violence. Uh, The girls perform cell block tango. Sue and Roz are like, you completely missed the point. Right. And uh, then they and then later they do shake it out as like a we see you, we're in your corner. Yeah. Um, get yeah. out of this relationship. But like, don't they also juxtapose that song by seeing Cooter actually beat the shit out of her? I it's either No. It's not that song. It's it's also there's no uh actual violence of beating the shit out of anyone. He yeah, throws she- a chicken at her or something. Yeah, or something. A plate. I think he throws the plate around. Yeah, nothing. Uh, there's no. There's no actual physical. Yeah. Altercation. No. It's just yes. implied. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I appreciate them for taking the psycho route. I mean, the movie, not as yes. like. A- <laughs> yes. Just to clarify for those of you who are not li- like see understanding that I make references <laughs> to other things sometimes, but like uh, I, I'm just so it- conflicted by a lot of the songs this season. Or some of the songs this season where I'm like, I love you. I love listening to you. But now talking about like what actually happened, the context, I don't love you anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, all of these like heavy hitting issues that we're talking about really shouldn't be approached in song. Mm. I feel so that might just be like the nature of what is going on here. It's also the the problem of like Glee thinks they can solve a problem, and the people who exist in the Glee world think they can solve a problem by singing a song, right? And that's not true. Yeah. So, it, and these are big problems. So it just sort of like is a bigger mess. But again, I kind of appreciate that they that the show is um, putting a spotlight on a lot of these issues because they know like the demographic which were Mm. teens young adults uh adults who whatever like whatever the age range was probably what like 12 to 25 or something like that Mm, yeah probably that was their demo their target demographic they were like these are issues that like we as writers and as a tv show see that are affecting you our audience so now we want to talk about it and sometimes they're successful which we said and sometimes it's a little cringe Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) not in a good way yeah i think it kind of comes down to like 
is there just merit in having tried to do something and try to make um, points about these issues and educate about these issues, even if it's not done correctly? Uh, I mean, that's obviously not a question we can answer. It's just kind of like a, a rhetorical, like, yes. you know, is that something that any show can do, not even just Glee? Well, I feel like there's always merit in failure because you can learn from your mistakes. So like we can look at Glee and say they tried and they didn't quite hit the mark. We're going to do it better. Wow. That's a lot of mistakes. We should make a (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Or several podcasts. (laughs) Like Failure always has merit as long as you learn from it. Right. And then like, I don't, I'm going to be bold and say, I don't think there's a perfect episode of Glee because there's always something that you're just like, bold, yeah. are you? I I mean, I don't, like I said. That's a sane thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's very normal. I think the closest they come is Nationals this season. I Interesting. Think. All right. Because it, 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 it focuses on the competition, which is what the show's basis is, you know, is like it's a choir, a, a, a choir going to competitions and they're trying to win. Um, and they do win after three seasons of failing or two seasons of failing. And, um, you know, there are still things that are just like, oh, you're almost there. You're almost perfect. You're, almost, yeah. you're so close. <laughs> I may also argue like the first, the uh, season finale of the first season is like, oh, you're so close. <laughs> yeah, Glee comes close a lot. I would, I would say, yeah, a lot. Like there, mm-hmm. there are still a lot of things that make it enjoyable to watch, even if I'm like, uh. But <laughs> I mean that that's not anything that like, I mean that's the thing that got it apparently nominated for three Emmys this season. Like season three was nominated for three Emmys. I don't know if they won. I don't think so. Was uh, um, Jane Lynch nominated as one of those nominees? Because I feel like she won her, her and Chris Colfer, like, I think won every Emmy that they were nominated for. I think. Mm-mm, no, they, oh, actually, I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, I don't feel like looking that up. because uh, Whatever. Time. Somebody will tell me something Research. later. Research. Um, well, who does that? What? Oh, wait, I'm supposed to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, um, but kind of to like go into the the sort of the larger picture or the big picture here is that like this season, I know we talked about it on our podcast. I was sort of, we were sort of asked like, okay, well, what do you think like the order of the seasons is, you know, as far as we had watched. And I was kind of like, I don't know, maybe two or three might be the best. And I couldn't really decide, but like looking from Glee, from like the Glee wiki page that I'm looking at, and I'm looking at like all these moments I remember from season three. I'm like, I feel like this is a better season than season two. Like there's just that so many more my... things that I would rather go back and watch. Yeah. That's my gut too. Uh, okay. So three, two, one. So I'm going to say it's the first 13 of season one. Cause that, that's a, that's a that solid. Is, that is, it had its own DVD. It is. It is a solid uh first half of a season you guys have to agree with me on that like they are we are being introduced to a brand new show and it is a very different it's very different tonally from the what glee later becomes so i would say the first 13 of season one 
three, two, latter half of season one. And in this moment, because we have, I'm not, when I don't want to touch four, five, and six right now, because I'm not talking about them right now. Hooray! <laughs> um, I will never pick season you. one of pretty much any show. Mm, that's oh, fair. Interesting. That's fair. But like, if you revisit Glee season one, the first 13 episodes. <laughs> they're still cringe but like it's not as bad as you think hannah shakes her head violently no yeah (laughs) can't once you get to hello that you're like okay we're good (laughs) we don't have to watch this (laughs) uh is there anything else you want to talk about glee season three wise before we get to sharp and flat have we talked about everything that you wanted to we went all over the place like glee does we did i think so i think i mean Rory sings being green. I'd like to just mention that as a fact. And um, my oh, opinion on that is negative. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Also, uh, that episode is titled Pot of Gold. Like, what? Like, it's so much Irish. Like, like not quintessential, like, stereotypical Irish stuffed into one episode. Just, yeah. A lot. Besides peanut butter. The peanut butter peanut butter, peanut butter show circle happened much later, <laughs> and that <laughs> never forget. I can't. Fine, let you know what. Let's let's start to forget about season three, and let's get into sharp and flat, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. Sharp flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight moments, whether or not we talked about them. If we liked it, it's sharp, and if we didn't like it or thought it could change, which. I mean, Glee. It's flat. <laughs> do you want me to go first, or do you guys already have what you want to talk about? Who wants to go first? I'm, I don't. I care. have a question. Yes. What sort of like, uh, like how many do you usually do in your show? Um, I wrote down a lot because apparently okay. season three was a banger for me. Yeah, because so... I have I have a decent chunk of like things, and that's but... why and that's why I'm focusing the last. <laughs> few minutes last like 30 minutes of the episode on this so we're gonna uh because we have a lot to cover so you know what let me go first and you guys i'm gonna just do my sharps first um santana always and forever i do like the introduction of rory and sugar oh because like hot take i like damien mcginty's voice like he has a great sing i think he i think he has a great singing voice um yes and sugar's always been like uh oh crap what's that actress's name who plays sugar vanessa ling Lynn. i don't know how to say her last name uh yeah her um i i've loved her since stick it so which was oh a, okay yeah early a movie that she did before this where it's all about gymnastics and she's in it and she's great and so i whenever she pops up i'm always just like oh you so uh she's uh, a great comedian and everything uh wait let me see vanessa lenges i think that's how you pronounce her last name her character was self um she's a self-diagnosed ass Asperger's, right? Oh, and yes. then that was forgotten after yeah. like two episodes. Because she... She was just straight up mean to people. Um, yeah, she said what she wanted to say without a social barrier. What is that called? Filter. Filter, yep. Um, I also 
M sharping the treble tones. I love we we love them. We I, I may be so bold to say I stand them. Yeah. Um, I also I'm going to sharp that Rachel did not compete in sectionals. <laughs> <laughs> you made a really good point that like I don't they, think we even talked about is that they ended up winning because they got to do use other people and that's really reassuring i was like it's a good point yeah yeah i sharp that i sharp that um okay and then in terms of episodes i'm sharpening michael the spanish teacher saturday Gleaver, suck it everyone nationals and goodbye and then the performance the like the performances themselves um anything goes anything you can do run the world girls rumor has it someone like you constant craving which we didn't talk about but i actually that's a gr- that was a great song like per for like listen to if, listen to it again it's great um we found love I, again just sparklers and and uh 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 swimming you know great i love it um all the performances from michael we didn't even talk about scream by the way oh yeah where the able-bodied actor gets to walk uh-huh and uh-huh. it's really weird so they, okay it's they a remake the... of the music video right yes yeah okay because i had never seen the music video but i was like that has to be what had happened oh my god oh where's I know. my walker oh no <laughs> um i do love love shack uh and i want to i, I want to dance with somebody who loves me like Brit, just give me any Britney song. I love her. Um, not the boy next door. The edge of glory and tongue tied. Those are my sharps. Very nice. So, uh, Hannah, what are your sharps? Um, so I pretty much went like full music for the sharps. Awesome. Um, so it's not unusual. I sharp it. You know what? I listen to it. It's like high up in that playlist. I was like, oh, this is fun. I forgot about it. Um, it slaps spotlight sung by Mercedes also early on in the season I'm pretty sure it's in this in the context of like Rachel getting all the solos but yeah like I didn't remember it being in the show but I was like I think it would have to be um but yeah oh yes spotlight. Da, da, da. yes yes I, I was listening to it I was like I think I slept on this like this is really good Rumor has it someone like you, obviously. Perfect with Kurt and Blaine. Hadn't listened to it in a really long time. And I was like, oh, this sounds really nice. Don't remember the context. <laughs> Think it had to do with Santana. You Maybe. know what episode it's in? Um, that would be, I think it's I kissed a girl. Uh so. perfect. Yes, the pink song. Oh, yes. Yes, because yeah. they're like, we're gay. We see you. <laughs> exactly. Love that context. Um, not going to retract what I said. I think the song kind of slaps. Um, I kissed a girl, obviously. Survivor, I will survive, even though they like die move at the end. And it, it doesn't make sense. I stand by that, Alyssa. You're right. Uh, Christmas wrapping, definitely made it on the sharps list. Nice. Um, without you which is I think like right before the proposal. Yes. Um, I like it. I think Rachel sounds really good in it. Um, and I like the original, but I think I like the cover too. Um, 
I <laughs> bad want to be starting something and smooth criminal got my top three from that episode um, from Michael. I think it is right. Um, I think those were just like the best in that episode. Um, and then I wrote, soy sexy lo sabes, which is I'm sexy and I know it sung by Ricky Martin. So good. Definitely sharp. Loving it. Can't wait to listen to it literally after we're done with this <laughs> because my whole thing was, okay, I'm going to go through in like the first, like maybe like 35 seconds. I'll remember the song and then I would go. And then I accidentally listened to almost the whole thing. I was like, shit, I got to keep going because I got to listen to these songs. So I ended up listening to almost all of it. And then I think I also said like almost everything from big brother, like even though the context this is one of those like rare times where like I can separate the context uh, from the song, but the I'm still standing. I like that song. I actually think the cover's okay. It came on and I was like, oh, this is fun. Totally forgot that's why they were singing it. Um, Hungry Like the Wolf Rio, Fighter. Somebody that I used to know, definitely something that I would listen to outside of Glee. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Alyssa? Wow, you Please. guys have way more than I have. That's so. and that's okay. <laughs> that's totally fine. Um, I am sharpening the episode Big Brother because I feel like this is one of those cases where I like the good parts so much, the bad parts don't really make an impact on me. Um, and specifically, I really, really like the song Fighter. That one definitely sharp. I have it on several playlists. This is the only Glee song that I have in any of my personal playlists. Really? Oh, that's yes. going to be interesting to ask you a question later after <laughs> after this. Oh my god! Uh, do you have any more sharps? Um, anyone? Or yes, yes. Okay. So I have. Rumor has it, someone like you, of course, um, hit me with your best shot, one way or another. I liked a lot of the mashup episode. Actually, like a lot of those songs are sharps for me, but not all of them. There are a couple. That I, I can't just really go for that. Like. No, stop it. <laughs> um, smooth criminal, of course. And then I am sharping Britney's prom. Oh, we didn't the talk prom, about that yet. That the is... prom in which she bans hair gel. <laughs> the prom a... in which she bans hair gel and also creates the best looking dinosaur prom ever. That That's looks true. so fun. I oh, I wonder yeah. if they made it dinosaur theme because Kesha came out with the song Dinosaur and like they're like yes. Britney sings Kesha all the time. So yep. They that wrote is backwards why. from that. <laughs> they did. I'm pretty sure. But honestly, that's a great prom theme. I mean, like, and only Britney could have yeah. like, figured it out and brought it up and be like, we're gonna do dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Are we done with sharp with the sharps, yes, everyone? Those okay. Are mine. So my flats, I surprisingly don't have a lot of flats for this season because. I don't really remember a lot of moments, but I do remember there's some cringe. So um, I, first and foremost, flatting how quickly Rory and Joe became background because they were like, congratulations, you win. And now you're a glorified extra. Like you get like an <laughs> yeah. episode and then now you, uh, now you get a line or something. 
I also didn't like how Rachel and Finn, two 18-year-olds, are rushing to get married. Mm-hmm. Which we didn't really talk about, but I'm like, we don't really need to talk about it because that's it. That, that's, it happened. That's it. It happened, yes. Um, I also don't like using Beast as a sob story. Like, let her be a person. Because, like, we, uh, I feel like when she's in the rehearsals for West Side Story, that's when she's a person. But when it's, like, focusing on Beast, it's like, nope, you're now a sob story. And we're, mm-hmm. we hate you. Um, in terms of, like, episodes as a whole, well, th- I wrote this before our conversation. I wrote down Asian F because I, for- I thought that the Mike Chang story was the A storyline. And it turns out it's not. But because, (laughs) so I'm more so flatting the fact that they called it Asian F and then they used that throughout the whole episode. No, (laughs) no, no. Agreed. And then for performances, I'm flatting Fix You. Uh, We didn't talk about this, but the haunting version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Oh, oh, 100%. That's on my list, too. And oh, Colin, I actually like that one. I think that was one that Cullen liked. And I was like, oh, Cullen. But, you know, I think uh, I think out of context, I might be able to listen to it. But no, I, just, I like I Cindy Lauper. I can't. It's it's if maybe if it was done by not Finn. I would appreciate it more, but because it's by Finn and like, if it was by a girl, I feel, well, I didn't want to say that because like, you know, Wade could rock it or Kurt or somebody, but I feel like, I feel like the show doesn't know like how to work with Corey Monteith's singing voice. Because they yeah, always but, give him bad songs. <laughs> I want to say like, there's maybe three songs that I really like his voice in. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're wh- all classic rock songs. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay, so I'm not really flatting the performance itself. I'm, fl- again, I'm flatting the justification for the performance, and that is I'm still standing. Valid. Um, and then I'm also flatting Red Solo Cup. It was just like, <gasps> <laughs> That's on my list, too. Uh, okay, so let's do Hannah again. What are your flats? All right. I mean, I hate to, you know, keep saying this, but peanut butter uh, show circle flat doesn't land on any level. It's not a good approach. Um, You can't stop the beat. Oh, I Um, forgot about that. I hated that too. I didn't like that. They started that first episode with we've got the beat. We got the beat. You can't stop. I just, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't really have a justification for it, I guess. Can, can um, I interject yeah, for a hot second? Absolutely. I mean, my podcast, my rules, but <laughs> absolutely. I didn't like You Can't Stop the Beat because of how they started the song. Yes. Where it's very ballady and slow and everything. And then they go into like oh, the yeah. up tempo version. And I'm just like, pick one. Like, girls yeah. just want to have fun. They committed to being like, no, we're doing this as a slow, ballady song yeah Fine. you can't stop the beat like that song is like straight out of the gate like it's it runs like you can't yes you can't do like a slow jog and then maybe a jog to a run but like uh-uh. no it it just it's not it's not good 
No. I forgot that that was the reason why. Because actually, I don't even think I got to like the run part of it because I was like, ugh, why are we jogging? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, a slow jog. It's a slow jog. Slow jog. They were walking. (laughs) The power walking. (laughs) Um, I put Fix You because it fucking sucks as a song in general. Yes. Um, Hot for Teacher. Uh, Puck saying this to the Glee Club while hiding his relationship with Shelby. Uh, I think we know what's going on flat. <laughs> and everything Pelby, that's what we called them, Puck and Shelby. Uh, I'm going to flat Quinn trying to steal her baby back. Again, I'm going to add to that. <laughs> uh, it's the, the writers, how they treated Quinn this season. Every season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I want to say specifically this one because they... They throw her all over the place. They're like, we have these like four or five ideas for Quinn to like maybe to do this season. And they're like, and Ryan Murphy was uh, like, great, all of them. Yeah, no, they said, <laughs> which one do you want us to do? He goes, yes. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, just a little insight from the writer's room. Um, I read uh, Girls This One Have Fun, Red Soul Cup on my flat. Um, do they know it's Christmas? It's just bad. Like the original was bad. um it's literally like oh those poor people in africa they don't know it's christmas because they're so poor like no thank you um scream it's on my flat don't like the song don't like the performance have you listened to the original though the michael jackson janet jackson song don't like it i'm just not into it and i don't know why where's my phantom couch (laughs) (laughs) um la cucaracha obviously is going to be flat not great and also a little less conversation uh no bueno that was so bad i forgot about that i did because also the context of that song is he took the elvis song and translated it via using a like spanish english dictionary and our guest who was on that episode she she literally does like translating for a living and she's a spanish speaker and she was like that's not how you do it like why are you making a farce um so yeah it's like you may as well just use google translate at that point right like and that's what my spanish teachers in high school would say we can tell when you use google translate so don't do it and like that's literally what he does so also flat the fact that he literally did not have the basic qualifications to be a Spanish teacher. I had said from season one, that man does not know how to speak Spanish. And I ended up being right. So congratulations. Sharp on that for me. Sharp, sharp on Hannah for calling it out from season one. All right, Alyssa hit me. Okay. Again, not as many as you two. And the first thing I'm flatting is Puckerman's storyline both with Shelby and with his child, because mm. I don't know what they're trying to say. And it really kind oh, of pisses me off because obviously he should not be having a relationship with his teacher. And um, that's, that's not good at all. Like she might be better at teaching, but she is not a better teacher in, in this case because she's having a relationship with a student Uh, and we can say that that's the one thing will schuster never did (laughs) yeah 
That's true. He very clearly turns Rachel down when she wants to have. I don't know what that was. And Susie Pepper. And Susie Pepper. Uh Yep. 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 But Um, that's the one good thing he does so far. Yeah. And and then, and, and I don't know, like, are they trying to make Puck, like, a, a character that we root for in this storyline because he's trying to be like a good dad and is getting taken advantage of by this teacher except they don't actually like frame it in that way it's just very messy and it's yeah. definitely flat for me mm-hmm. um i'm going i'm gonna flat the entire christmas episode because i really don't like any of the christmas episodes that they've it's done a weird yeah yeah um i'm also flatting saturday night gleaver sorry guys that's fair it's I your opinion all of those songs um and also both a little less conversation and the cucaracha and that's that's what I got but mostly the Noah Puckerman storyline like I'm so confused by that it just because that's is, really all he does this season right is yeah. try is befriend he becomes a moral compass it's which is very weird. strange like the way that they use his character doesn't line up with any of the other seasons and it's it's just a very strange way to even approach that topic like I it was weird and then he just like regresses again it's like what was the point of that yeah like he's didn't grow okay (laughs) um okay so I'm now intrigued to by what Alyssa's gonna say with this uh would you add any of the songs from this season to your life's playlist Alyssa go She's like, oh, look oh, what you say. <laughs> my life's playlist. Yeah, so like, basically, like you know, you're working, you're, you're cleaning the house, or like you're driving somewhere, <laughs> and you, or like you're going on a long drive, and you're like, let's play some Glee. Hey, uh, from I season three one specifically. Song. <laughs> uh, yeah, <it's> fighter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, makes sense. The one song on that I have in any of my playlists from glee is uh okay so buckle up i wrote down 21 songs oh my goodness and the the list i feel like is still incomplete because like there are other ones that i'm just like oh right you were a good one too so uh anything goes anything you can do run the world girls i liked being green as an audio only thing like the visual is just like whatever, but like if you actually listen to, I know, don't give me that face. Damien McGinty, <laughs> I like his singing voice. Um, rumor has it someone like you, which I'm surprised, Alyssa, you didn't put that on your list. Honestly, you know, I am a very realist person, so I like that song, but it, I don't actually have it on a playlist, so it didn't make the list. So add it to a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I could. Fine. Possibly. Um, I, I did like uh, Dot Marie Jones singing Jolene. Um, I hated the context of it, but like I like the song itself. Constant Craving, Survivor, I Will Survive, Without You, We Found Love, Never Can Say Goodbye, which didn't even talk about that at all. But yeah. I, I listened to that song on repeat because it is like the only good song that they gave Quinn, I feel like. 
like as a solo yeah um i actually like recently just saw like gifts of it and just remember like how gorgeous she is in that dress yes and just like oh it, it is a really good performance for sure um smooth criminal i will always love you uh oh i'm a little teary-eyed with that one <laughs> i don't i don't know why uh <laughs> hungry like the wolf rio disco inferno how will i know which they did acapella and it was gorgeous and a, and that's another one that I may argue that was I like this version more than Whitney I know sacrilege but um I want to dance with somebody who loves me shake it out uh not the boy next door edge of the edge of glory starships and pinball wizard those are the songs like I mean this song this season had banger songs there's starships songs that I like higher than any (laughs) other really you can listen to it like that? I yes, can't. I can. Oh, I can't. I'm like, ugh. It's, I think I like it more because it's Alex Newell. Not not okay. for the higher than <laughs> any other. Just like the Alex Newell of it all. They didn't even get the uh, right amount of syllables. I mean. I don't care. Yeah, I they didn't care. even try on that. There is that one other one song that I did contemplate adding to one of my playlists. And I can't remember what it is. <laughs> of course. Do you know who it. sings it? Yes, it's it's the song that they sing to Beast, the three girls that you didn't like. Shake it out. Yes, shake it out. That yeah, one. I, li- I like All this. Right. I like the song. Like I, like I said, I like the song. I just don't like the context of it because like. Yeah. Right. So I was, that actually kind of fit the theme of one of my playlists. So I was like, hmm. I there we go. In there. Alyssa nice. has two songs now. Two songs. <laughs> wow that's amazing all right hannah your turn okay rumor has it someone like you uh again not surprising to anyone nope hungry like the wolf rio i will literally sit there and do those harmonies when i hear the original songs um christmas rapping i have actually listened to outside of christmas because i love that song and it's just so fun uh so sexy lo sabes um Everything from Saturday Night Gleaver, I think, like, I would just listen to, and I would be like, oh, this isn't the Bee Gees, huh? Um, <laughs> and then I have one that we didn't even talk about. I don't think we really talked about the Valentine's Day episode. It's a weird one, so stay with me. The mashup of Cherish, Cherish, that they <gasps> that did is... right before Love Shack. Oh, yes. And now, it's kind of weird, but... I think it's really pretty and I actually didn't remember it ever being in glee like when I heard the song like when I would listen to the song on like a playlist or whatever I wouldn't ever remember the context I would just listen to it I was like oh this is like really pretty and then I saw the context I was like okay it's a fine context they're just singing it's a performance cool um so yeah cherish cherish I kind of dig it I mean yes I again forgot about that one too. So, yes, yeah, the cherish your love. Da, 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 da. Yeah, oh, oh, they they do cherish lo- the thought. So, so one of the cherishes is a Madonna song, and Glee clearly loves Madonna because they did a whole episode around her music, and they yes. still like roll over with other yes. songs throughout the years. Um, yeah, and the context of that is like uh, the Jesus Club. No, isn't just, it? Isn't it Sugar's God throwing squad. a party? 
The God Squad sings it, but Sugar is yes. throwing a party at, at Breadsticks, Breadsticks. Yeah. for Valentine's Day. And the God Squad's like, yeah, we'll, we'll headline. <laughs> it's weird context, but you know. And the God Squad is Quinn, Sam, Joe, and Mercedes, which... And then they sense. disband. And then they disband. <laughs> Immediately after this, I think. Because Joe becomes a glorified extra. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and what's weird is like i don't think there's a song that i like him singing in because i just i don't really care for him um but he's in this song so that's one that i do does he actually have a solo song now that i think about it stereo hearts comes close ish is that the um, one that they sing right before santana's like will you sing a song for my girlfriend I think so. Stereo Hearts is like kind of one of the first songs we hear him sing. Um, he and and Quinn also sing a duet together. Um, when she's in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it is, but I do remember them singing a song together. I'm, I'm running through it. Oh, uh, Ooh, Saving All My Love like, For You by Whitney Yes, Houston. and he's like rubbing her leg while helping also he would okay one i have to just reiterate this he would never be helping with the physical therapy he's not a physical therapist it just doesn't make sense and he's like caressing her leg it's weird i'm not into it but it's weird because rory has three solo songs and joe has a whopping zero and yet he stays on the show longer right yeah i don't understand very weird very weird no idea why he's he was still on the show and he at the point where we're watching it in season five, he's technically still there, but he hasn't shown up. Yeah. <laughs> he's MIA. Well, because uh, oh, there's some bullshit line in one of the seasons where they're like, they're in the other class of Glee Club or whatever. I I Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I think it was in season four, right before their sectionals were... Uh, performance where they welcome back sugar and joe yes and they're like and from the other class (laughs) you're just like what the fuck is this it's weird because like we talked about like they did not need to announce them they could have just integrated them back and we would have not even noticed right they would have been like oh hey oh yeah oh yeah there's more members now (laughs) yeah you have enough to compete now Oh, God, the 12-member rule. All right. So weird. Ladies, I'm calling it done. Putting That's a fork weird. in it. We we did season three. We did it. Thank you we so much it. for coming on. What do you all have to plug and or promote? Oh, gosh. Well, we've got this little podcast called Glee Boots. You do? I yeah. do, yeah. Um, you do. Hey, is that the royal eye there? Yes, it's the we royal do. eye. Okay. <laughs> the royal eye. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, so Glee Boot, you can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, pretty much everywhere you get podcasts. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We are at Glee Boot Pod. That's G-L-E-E-B-O-O-T-P-O-D. And uh, yeah, we're also on uh, Tumblr. Yes, we have a Tumblr. Surprising. Uh, GleeBootPod.tumblr.com. It's just all the sexy pictures of Noah Puckerman, right? (laughs) (laughs) If only they would have seen my face. Uh, Uh, Gross, disgusting face. Um, uh, Any 
Anything else on the plug about over here? I mean, by the time this comes out, like you would have been on the podcast. So yes, make you guys sure you check it out. Uh, yeah, sure. Don't say which episode because technically I'm not there yet on my podcast, but I'm in a season five episode. Yes. And I'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. Da, 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 uh, if you want to talk more about season three with me and jog my memory about some wild and crazy bullshit that happened this season, you're more than welcome to. You can email me at buttasongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at buttasongpod. Tell me what you thought about Glee season three. Was this, is this the best season in your opinion? The answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation, I mean, it's no surprise. We're continuing. We're going to Glee season four, everyone. It's. I salute you. <laughs> it happens. I was already, we were already in the trenches. Oh boy. In deeper trenches now. Oh. Uh, it should have ended it with three. I'm going to. Uh, yep. Uh, Definitely should have. Uh, there's no like, and there's a. Uh, not to spoil the next three seasons because there's four, five, and six, but like there really isn't like a redeeming episode that is like, this is why oh, you no. stayed on. Oh, <laughs> well, no. I mean, well, okay, we you, get, you two that. can speak for we four. We kind of knew that though. You can speak for season four because you've already covered it at this point, and you're like, oh, yeah, not really. Maybe the tribute episode. Because I know people specifically, actually, like, who didn't watch any other shows, not shows, uh, episodes episodes. after season three specifically watched that one, but it's kind of standalone anyway, so I don't Uh, know if it counts. I don't know, but Glee Glee happened. We love and hate it at the same time. Correct. Uh, Okay. Well, thank you, too. Um... I think I want to get you two and Cullen to come on and just do a random episode, not a uh, not Glee related, or the mu- oh. or or that movie that that oh, uh, God. Damien McKinsey's in. We would like to be associated <laughs> with something else other than Glee, please. Okay, okay, we'll we'll talk off air about it. How's that okay. sound? Sounds Perfect. good. But thank you again for coming by and. Yes. No problem. Bye for now, everyone. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day. Life is but a but a but a life but a but a life is but a but a but a life is but a life is but a soul.